Welcome to the Everyday Sniper. You got Frank from Snipers. Hoid! My voice is out just a little bit. I can't get that high note like I want to. But anyway, um, we got somebody on the phone for us to talk to right now, ready to go on the line. Chocolate Thunder, Mr. Gary Larson from the Guardian Competition Series. Gary, welcome What's back. Up, man? What's going on? Yeah, you and my wife are the only person to ever call me Chocolate Thunder. Well, you, you hit me up. You're like, hey, man, I, I, I got to do this. And I was like, okay, uh, I could do that. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely love it. Thanks for having me on, man. It's always good to connect with you. Yeah, no, this is great. So um, new season, I saw you at SHOT Show. Um, yep. we, we were wandering around there doing all the SHOT Show stuff. It's still weird to me because I skipped the COVID years. And so yep. now the that caesar part is really weird to me and that's where i saw you yeah and the caesar part is it it feels like an a like an appendix to the traditional shot but it feels like more fresh and not as compressed and stacked on top of each other like the floor is more comfortable to walk on and it's just it just but you're like where in the heck am i i i don't even know how to orient myself even worse than normal shots. So. Yes, I get lost there. And, and of course, it's like I'm in the section where like manners, GA, AI is. And then yep. what happens is they call you up and they want you in the Caesar section to go past MDT. And, and oh, it, so it's like 45 minutes to get there. Yeah. I need like a shuttle or like little segues. Yes. That's what they need top segues. <laughs> totally segues. <laughs> that would be awesome. So, Gary. New year, new season, the Guardian, you have six or seven this year. Well, we actually decided to do less. Oh, you're doing five, right? Yeah, we're only doing five. And we intentionally wanted to do five geographically spread throughout the U.S. to where we could start to, there have been shooters all out in the Northeast and up in the Pacific that have been like, dude, when are you bringing a Guardian? And we said, all right, this is the year we want to do that. but. what we found last year, we did five. What we found is that we actually were able to do better matches because it wasn't like Barnum and Bailey's of just setting up turkey circus tents, setting up targets, and then getting down and then hitting the road for the next one. So this gives us a chance to really do some special like boutique experiences. Yeah. And, and for people out there, the, the Guardian, they're the match you want to attend when you're new, when you're getting your feet under you, when you want to kind of be around some of the better shooters, but with like none of that pressure because everybody's just there having a good time. And so uh, one of the ones we want to talk about, because 60 days out from now, about 59 days out, is the first guardian of the season, which is going to be in Colville, Washington, with Carl Taylor and crew up there. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're so excited about finally coming to the Pacific Northwest. Um, the the in motions target where Carl Taylor's place is is just picturesque. Um, we had Garrison Pratt, um, one of our leaders within the Guardian team, go up there, scout it, spend time with Carl, and he's like texting. He's like, "Dude, we absolutely have to have a match here. It's a no brainer." Um, so we talked to Carl, connected with him. And here we are. Uh, we're 60 days out, and uh, we need to get more butts in seats. So for all the listeners out there, um, 
just uh, check it out, man. It's going to be a phenomenal match. And and you do the Guardian Long Range website, or do you go through Practice Score as well? Can they do either or to sign up? Or yeah, all of our registrations are always through Practice Score. It's just the central hub where everybody's familiar with. So we have everything in Practice Score. But if you were to go to our site, it gives you basically the menu and the calendar of the of the year. But when you go to actually register, it'll drop you into Practice Score. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's where shooters register. I mean, it's 250 bucks, but because we're a nonprofit organization, that's a tax deductible donation. You get to actually write that off. It's like putting 250 bucks in the church basket and getting a receipt at the end of the year. So, uh, it's a phenomenal win-win. Um, so yeah, we're, we're excited about it. Um, we got some really cool stuff lined up for that match just because, the shooters, when we, you know, anybody that's been to a Guardian knows we do surveys and um, some of the feedback that the shooters gave us was like, hey, we'd like to shoot more dynamic stuff than the traditional barricade or tank traps. Is there a way that we could get the locales that are, you know, m- you know, more like more field and less uh, yeah. of the. Uh, yeah. And, and let, like just to break down. Colville really quick I mean you come into Colville it's that typical really small town it's got like maybe three street lights to go all the way through and I mean the first stop is that right there when you come into town is Uncle Benny's and most people stay at the Uncle Benny hotel and it's got the it's it's kind of central they do the um the briefings are done there on Friday and so like Uncle Benny's like one of those you know, everybody knows it. It's got all the animal or not animals, but fish. Uh, Uncle Benny was a big fisherman. And so there's a lot of fish on the walls and stuff. But then you go up the hill, you go up into the property and it's in the woods up these hills. Like right when you're driving in, you can see part of the field is kind of facing you a little bit, but you snake your way all the way up the top of these logging roads and it's just this awesome view that looks down at the river. And I mean, it's just gorgeous terrain. And then it's so, um, it's got the trees, it's green. And you guys are going in May, so the grass will just start to grow. And that creates natural ter- uh, obstacles. You're going to need a tripod, you know? Yeah. And the fact that, I mean, you, you're, you know, right there, you got the the mountains that you're going to be bumping up against where you're going to get to do some really cool high angle stuff, all field, um, natural stages, natural props, as we call it. But because Carl Taylor is the owner of in motion targets, like the industry leader of movers, he's got movers all over the place there so we've done matches in the past where it's like hey we had a mover stage it was like one stage that shooters got to look forward to the entire weekend um there's gonna be movers all over the place here and um we're really excited about presenting that to shooters to where you get to do high angle and movers in a field style match um all for a charity that you know supports foster kids and orphans it's like What's what's the not not? Uh, yeah, this I mean, in one of the state, like one of the things he does with the movers because they're logging trails and it's the hills and it's kind of like they're working around this mountain hill, whatever you want to call it, is he puts one of them like on an angle. So the mover will kind of go up the hill slowly and it's one speed going up. But then when it turns around and it comes down the hill and gravity's helping you. 
it's a completely different hold. And you kind of have to look at the two different directions. He's done a lot of stuff like that. And then it just depends whether or not you're going to shoot sort of from the field into the woods or from the woods out into the field. And how it changes with shadows and light, it's really cool in that area. Yeah. No, his his venue is just top-notch. And, I mean, he's got so much acreage to shoot. I mean, you're you're 30 miles from the British Columbia Can- Canadian border. Um, so you, 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 you know, you think of British Columbia, just Google pictures of that. That's basically where we're at. Um, you can, it's, I think it's about 90 minutes, um, from Spokane, Spokane. So if you fly in, uh, it's about a 90 minute drive from there. Um, I'll be flying in from the beautiful, uh, area of Charlotte, uh, very flat here. And I can't wait to get out there and, and do some, fun stuff because i'll be participating in every guardian match this year but as a shooter nice so nice i'm technically you know i'm what i'm calling sabbatical which means i'm just not managing the day-to-day operations of the guardian we actually now have a rock star team that's helping do everything um but they were like hey we just want you to just come to the matches and shoot and i was like that's awesome because it's been nine years of me running the guardian and I've never gotten to shoot any of them. So yep. um, <laughs> funny how that works, huh? Right. Everybody <laughs> thinks I'm a phenomenal shooter because I run the guardian. I'm like, dude, I don't ever get the chance to go out and shoot. So, um, but yeah, no, we can't, we, we, we can't tell you how excited and just honored we are to that, that Carl's allowing us to come to his place. He's donated the entire, uh, his entire venue for the entire week to us to do whatever we'd like. And he's going to, um, him and Garrison Pratt are putting together a phenomenal course fire. Well, um, now, talk your team there, you got guys doing train-ups. Are they going to do the train-up there and help people? So if you got yep. new shooters, you'll have, like, some really good guys, Garrison Lemon and those guys, helping out uh, you got- get you trained up. Yeah, and that's and that's a part of, like, the when we talk about, like, when I, when I think about, right now the economic uncertainty of just the world and people trying to figure out where they want to spend their money spend their time um the one of the things separates the guardian is we try to pack an entire experience into that weekend and it starts with the friday train up um the kelbley's team with josh garrison josh lemon and we'll possibly be bringing in other cadre to help facilitate but we spend friday um with shooters of all levels walking through and getting them to shoot get long range dope help them build range cards if you got a brand new kestrel well guess what we're going to be working with kestrel and providing some training specific around that so we want to make sure that that friday experience for shooters equates into more hits on target on saturday and sunday um because you know we want to attract newer shooters we want to attract females and and you know just a whole bunch of kids whoever we, we want them to come on out and have a great time um, because there's nothing worse than spending all this money throwing lead and it just hitting dirt. And you're feeling like, well, that was a waste of time. I, I think I'm going to go send, sell my stuff on gun broker. Yeah. And, and I don't like with some of the stuff and recently you usually do get a really great Canadian contingent. I don't know if the, Border, it should be open, right? Because I don't know what they're doing with the VAC status for us crossing the border because we have a weird VAC status thing happening. 
But for the Canadians listening, you guys can bounce that border really easy. That border patrol station kind of knows everybody shoots the matches there. And they've even called up and said, hey, is this guy's coming to your match? And it's like, yeah, he's coming. And they're like, okay, come on through. But um, it's really easy to cross that border. And normally, like just prior to COVID, when we were having the snipers hide matches there, it would not be uncommon to get like 40 Canadians come across the border and shoot the matches. But I know when they played some games and closed the borders here and there, I'm not quite sure what the status was, you know, today. Yeah, when I talked to Martin, um, owner at MDT at SHOT Show, about the border and all of that, he said that you're able to drive um, through uh, with with your firearms at, with no problems. It's a lot of times when you fly, and if you're flying, then you get all the checks and there's just all the baggage and just dealing with all of that where it's a lot more of a headache for people. But for those Canadians that want to come on down, he said that the borders are open and it should be a pretty straight shot for you. Yeah. And it usually, it was in the past. I know it got hiccuped uh, in, in that, but it was totally where you had such a giant contingent of the Canadians and, and they're great coming down and shooting matches in Colville. But I mean, that area is number one, it's picturesque. Number two, the way it's laid out, it gives you that ability for that find it, range it, engage it type of matches. So you get that field style. But then, you know, depending how he uses the location, like I said, either from the field into the woods or from the woods out to the field, it kind of determines the different props that people use, you know, so it's a cool mix up there. Yeah. Well, and the the awesome thing about the way that we've intentionally like designed this match and Garrison working it through with Carl is that you almost have like a 360 degree field of fire when you're up on top of these hills to where you can go from one stage and have a left to right wind and then go to another one. And now all of a sudden it's right to left. And you're like, holy crap, you don't get that on a flat range where once you get the wind call for the morning, you could basically run that for the whole day. You got to constantly be thinking about not only from stage to stage, but also within a stage. Cause if we have a target up, you know, you're shooting, you know, 10 o'clock and then target two is at four o'clock um you know now you got to pivot all the way around and, and it's a completely different wind hold so you know we're excited about that but we wanted to m- make sure that uh this first year coming out what what we focused on was what we call aim small miss small to where we could do some really like gnarly stuff at carl's place um and eventually we'll get there but we need to establish like a foothold and a presence and a brand out there to where we have enough quorum to where when we decide to do some gnarly stuff and numbers drop off we still have enough people to make it a valuable fundraising event um so this year it'll be a traditional two-day match where day one you shoot as an individual and then at the end of day one we pair you up with um somebody on the opposite end of the standings and then for day two you shoot together as a two-man um team and you're going to shoot a similar course fire on day two but now different par time um now you're working with a partner some different you know hiccups uh stressors things like that we'll throw in there but it's challenging i mean you know you you've shot several frank and Mm -hmm. nobody 
clean the match. I mean, you you were out in Colorado, and man, I think those targets are a little too sporty. We'll we'll fix that this year, but they're fun matches, but they're not meatball matches. No, no, they're not. And and you're absolutely right. Like talking about the terrain, even a stage I ran recently when I was uh, out there in Colville. So if the shooter's facing twelve o'clock, they had a target at twelve o'clock. Then they'd go to a dead nine o'clock and have another target and then go to a dead three o'clock and have another. So absolutely, you could be shooting in multiple wins that way. And it is just about 360 degrees. They usually only leave a tiny window open for people to move in and out of. So it's like 340 instead of 360. But it's totally um, the multiple win looks. The target size, and because Carl has the in motion, so he has a great target package because um, he makes targets as well. But it, it it is a great, it's even like kind of the NRL Hunter because of the find it range and engagement act aspect of that area. And a lot of those guys up there with the RTC, the Rifleman's Team Challenge, which is pretty heavy up in that um, Northwest it's kind of like a local match, just how tight everybody is. Mm-hmm. So it's a good crew of people. They they know each other so well that they're happy to kind of blend you in and move you through. Because it, it's, it's, they're, they're so used to shooting with each other so often that for them to invite somebody else and be like, hey, come on over here, do this, try that. It, because it's funny, you can have a loophole there where there's a target across the way and I see it through a hole that's three feet high. Somebody can see a hole that's one foot off the ground and another person will see a hole that's four and a half feet. And so like where you pick the hole to shoot from almost becomes a function of these guys have shot so much there that it it gives you another look and 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 you may, you can go up, see a target, shoot it, do well. Up, oh, did I lose you again? Um, Gary, I just lost him again. But uh, do well, and then um, it'll turn around. And I'm sorry, the person you were trying to reach has. Up, oh, you there? Yeah, <laughs> that was weird. What would it? What, what would it be a podcast of Gary if he didn't hit the end button too soon? <laughs> oh, oh, did you hit something? Because it did sound like yeah. that. That one was different. That one wasn't yeah. like a click off. No, no worries. But no, I was just filling them in that it it. It's a cool mix of how you basically can engage these targets and and it might be successful and you're like, yeah, I got it. I did really well. I got four out of five hits and somebody will go, oh, you could have went right there and gone prone and you could have got your five out of five without moving. It's it's just a weird woodsy dynamic, which I yeah. really love that it has that ability where the stage doesn't have to get shot that way. But at the same time, it might be okay to shoot it that way, even though everybody's doing it different. It's yeah. it's str- that, it's that, strange that way. That terrain and that the location and just the the flexibility of all the things you could shoot there a dozen times and never shoot the same stages, you know, more than once. Right? They're all like you know. It, you, there's you could- there's three areas actually. So when you come up to the top of the hill. That's like the center area. Well, there's an area that's off further away, and that has another kind of plateau that you could do 360 around. But then there's across the street, 
So you can go across the street from the main area and there's a, a swamp and there's an area that they shoot across the street that sort of has the swamp and the canyon in the middle. You're shooting across and the winds are really tricky there. And because that part's in the woods, the shadows are nuts. So there's yeah. all these crazy shadows and everybody like it, it. There's this one stage that has like these three targets. And I don't even think they're over 300 in like 50 yards. But the way the shadows are, everybody's like, is that the target? Because it's <laughs> it's it's so crazy, but it's there and it's it's super realistic. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, I can't tell. And he's not doing anything tricky. It's just when you showed up, where the sun is, and how that shadow is falling on everything in the woods. Uh, and it's like, that's it's just crazy. Well, and you've done, like, so many stories about, like, your, like, Achilles heel of that those 300-yard targets at the ranges near you where you're like, dude, I'm crushing it at 900, and then I get to, I think it's around 300, where all of a sudden you're like, I have no idea what the hell's going on. I never hit the 300. My local match here, I have never hit. There's this one, it's like 312 yards. I've never hit it. And and it, it, it's just, it is what, but I'll hit the 1450 with a Valkyrie. Yeah, yeah. You, you, I, right? It's like, I can't hit the 300, but I'll hit that 14. I think I did hit it once, and I shooting a two two three in the match, so I had a Ruger two RPR and two two three, and I came in like ninth. I might have hit it once with a two two three, but I've never hit it with my regular rifles. Yeah, no, it's just hilarious listening to that because everybody thinks three hundred yards. Oh, they're always easy targets, and depending on, and then sometimes it's not even the target or the course fire. It's you. It's like it's. You know, it's it's playing mind games. It's in your shine box, as you say. Yeah, yeah, totally. It, it, it and it's funny. I'll even go admin, and and everybody be laughing. I'll go admin, and I'll still miss it. It's like uh. it, it's like I can't even do it off the clock. You know what the hell? Um, and, and so one of these days I'm gonna get it. And and yeah. <laughs> but I mean, so you got five guardians going on, and Washington's gonna be. Is that that the first one of the season? Yep, that's that's in May, and then we're actually so uh, that's a brand new location for us, and then we're going to another brand new location in New Hampshire. You're excited to hear that we're going to Alderbrook over in Littleton, New Hampshire, in July. I've been hearing a lot about that one because uh, we had to see our two guys here, and we went to Cameo. Uh, we actually used some of the stages that you had when you did Cameo. Yep. Uh, we did a cameo class, and one of the guys who uh, Robert's uh, private instructs is from Vermont, and he was talking about the New Hampshire and what's going on there. And that's another woodsy, neat location that they're using terrain in a unique way. And it seems like that New England competition is starting to get some legs under it. It is. It really is. And what's been... I was, you know, in Garrison, um, he's originally, you know, he was lit, spent a lot of his life in the Northeast. And he was like, dude, we got to do a match in the Northeast. And I'm like, eh, I think they're all anti-gun and we're going to have issues and blah, blah. And he goes, no, man, there's some spots where, like, it would be amazing and we won't have issues. And this was one of the locations he was thinking of. And once we connected with the Alderbrook team, and um, what was phenomenal was at SHOT Show, so many of our donors and sponsors were like, 
dude, if you go there, we're coming. Like, you know, Katie at Kestrel is like, I'm bringing everybody and we're all, <laughs> we're going to do like an in-person uh, hangout and train up session with you guys. So um, that one's starting to fill up actually quite fast. And Garrison's just looking at me going like, told you so. Yeah, right, right. Okay, so you got Washington, New Hampshire, then where you heading? Yeah, then the third match of the year is actually in at Cameo in Colorado. Um, that will be, you know, in August. Um, and then Michigan in September at MTC up in Lake City. And then we wrap up the year with our team match over at Arena um, the first weekend in November. That'll be November 4th and 5th. I mean, so that'll be our team match. That's a nice mix of places. If you think about yeah. it, you cover the country yeah. well. You got a nice mix of places. I mean, you guys, you've always been doing it right, Gary. Just doing your own thing and, and, and just putting out a good product for everybody. But you're splitting the country up in a nice way now. Yeah. Yeah. And we were and and honestly, the, the credit honestly goes to the leadership team in particular, Garrison, about saying, Gary, we need to like diversify. We've just completely saturated the southeast because that's where I live. And it's easy logistically for me to help put stuff together there. But he's like, if we do something in the Pacific, if we do something in the northwest and, you know, I mean, if you look at, you know, Washington, New Hampshire, Colorado, Michigan, Georgia, it's it covers uh, all the major areas of the country. So for shooters who have said, man, I've heard about the guardian. It sounds like a great cause, great people. Um, I haven't had a chance cause you're not close. We're trying to bring it close and um, you're probably still going to have to do a little bit of driving, but I can promise any shooter that shows up that they'll have an experience uh, that extends way beyond just uh, shooting. It's, it's actually what I call a ministry where we're, you're a part of something, and at the end of the weekend, you feel like regardless of how many targets you hit or missed, um, you feel like um, you made like a dent in the awesomeness of uh, making the world a little better. Oh, for sure. It's a contribution. You, you feel like you're con- contributing to something. You're not just sort of showing up and participating. There, there's yep. this, um, there, there's, you, you did better... I don't want to say for the world, but it's sort of you did better for the community that you're supporting right there. So whichever one you go to and you usually pick a community to support locally uh, with that. But, yeah, I mean, it's 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 one for for newer shooters or somebody wanting to get back into it or, or dip their toe. It's the perfect series of events. But yeah, it it is more. I find that people don't click off is quickly like yeah like in matches you get it like today we used to like it used to be it was so new coming up with this that we would have a match we would have a dinner we would have whatever we were having on a saturday night or something and everybody hung around and it was sort of like who was going to be the last one left standing well now yeah. what you find is people will click off and then their group goes over here to this restaurant. This group goes over here to this restaurant. These guys got an Airbnb and they're all over here. So you can go to a match and maybe only see four or five people that you're really kind of interacting with. But what you find with the Guardians is everybody hangs out with a little bit longer. Everybody's there kind of mixed in. And it tends to be more, um, I want to say, inter- interactive. Yeah, because well, you're interacting with more people 
because it's it's not like well those guys don't want to be talked to. Yeah, yeah, no, you don't you don't find the the clicks um, because you know and and we'll attract top shooters from around the the, the country, but the egos um, get put they get left in the car in the parking lot because you're not there chasing points. You're there to have a good time and be a part of something really cool. And also possibly grab some really cool stuff off the raffle table. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I, I find that um, shooters who um, may shoot in other series or competitions, and they may have a little bit of a reputation for being intense. All of a sudden they come to the guardian, they go, I don't have to do that. Like I can just come here and this is why I got involved in the sport is because I wanted to come and laugh and have a good time and actually help people instead of trying to crush people. Yeah, it, it doesn't have that I'm going to crush you mentality. And and that is what a lot of matches have turned into is they want to make a statement and try to see who they can embarrass by their performance where you don't have that at the Guardians. Everybody, yeah. Everybody's happy to time out and go over here and help somebody and and move it over. And then, I mean, just the way the match is set up, the ability for a squad to say to a, a, an RO, hey, Gary's new. He got a little confused on the last stage. We're going to help him here. So just hang back and run the clock. Yeah. You know, and, and the ROs will do that, and they don't get offended like, no, this is my stage. No, you can't do that. It becomes an instantly like, hey, we're all going to help Gary now. And the ROs are like, okay, what do I got to do? And, yeah, and, well, you'll, be, you'll be hearing a lot of that this year. Gary's new. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And that's a true story because I'll probably need extra time. And everybody will say, why is the match running long? It's because, well, Gary's shooting and he has no idea what the heck he's doing. Right. And, but, I mean, that's the beauty is because, I'm, honestly, when you're new, you're coming to these events and they kind it, it's like, there's downtime, you're waiting a half hour, 45 minutes to go up to your stage, but then it's that mad three minutes, right? You got your yeah. time, you're, you're like, it's a minute before you're going up on the stage, you're getting hyped up and nervous. Now your adrenaline's starting to kick, you're trying not to show everybody around you, you're nervous as shit, right? Yep. So now then it's that mad minute, you run up there to try to do what you've seen everybody else doing, you're not 100% sure. And then it's like, well, okay, go. The clock starts now. And then you come off of it with like three out of six hits and you go, I have no clue how I hit those. But the nice thing with Guardian is you could take a breath. You can ask yep. and, and slow yourself down and say, I just did that. I have no clue what I just did. Can you relive that for me and help me? And people will totally go back and went and even like, here, I'll film you with your camera and show you what you did. Yep. I love that. And I and I love seeing um, the squads that have, you know, really good shooters like a Josh Lemon or Chris Way or, you know, a Phil Vallejo. And they're focused on helping this newer shooter. You'll see them actually run up and put a game changer like under this kid's arm to make sure that he's supported and will – you know, you'll see him actually grab the kid on the hips and like shift him to the left to where he can index on the target. Like if you did it in a national level match where you're chasing points, man, people would freaking flip out. But at the Guardian, it's expected. It's expected that the ROs are going to give you calls and are like two mils left, you know, or like you're half mil low or shooters will give you win calls. I mean, 
That's the whole point. The people who need the win calls aren't going to bump anybody off of the, the trophy stand. I right. mean, let's be honest. And, and, the, yeah, know. no, but in part of the thing is, is you see in the other events, guys bring somebody in mentor. So now they go off in their bubble, their mentor and their buddy, they're a good shooter. They got a, a buddy who wants to learn this and they're one-on-one with this guy the entire time and mentoring them through. But how many people go to these matches that don't have that mentor relationship with somebody and they're kind of left out there on their own. They see something that's going on because of a, a click or a mentorship thing happening at another location, but they don't have that same, uh, you know, kind of backstop or security blanket. We're at the Guardian. It's like you totally can have a security blanket. You can say to the squad, hey, guys, I'm new. I need a little help. And everybody's like, boom, let us know yeah. when you're ready to go. We got you. Yeah. And that's, and that's the, the point that's, you know, as we think about like, you know, talking about trying to help people or crush everybody, crushing people is not a sustainable way to grow a market share, right? Like we have to organically grow it. So the way that we've done it is we make a product for lack of a better term, that is really sticky where it has high customer retention, where like almost 90% of shooters that have shot one guardian have shot more than one. They come back. And what we find is not only do they come back, but they'll bring their spouse or they'll bring their, you know, uh, friend. And like Kalen is going to be coming to Washington. He's bringing his, he's bringing Cass, his wife, and she's a newer shooter. And it's like, what a phenomenal testament of growing the sport um, through experienced shooters trying to immerse their community into it. That's how we, we grow the sport. Oh, and you know what? And uh, Roberts did the same thing when he brought his wife to Cameo, and that was the first event she shot. I mean, same thing. Here you got these guys in the industry. They're doing this every week. Now they want to bring their spouse and show their wives, this is what I'm doing, and the the, the Guardian matches are the perfect matches for that. Yeah, yeah. And what I've, what I've told people in, the, in years past, and I'll even double down on it now, is that if you don't have – a good time at a guardian match. Not only will we refund you your money, but we'll give you an additional 250 bucks back. Like we'll give you your money back and 100, 250 bucks. If you don't have a good time, that's our guarantee to you is that um, in, in the years we've done this, I have yet to have anybody, you know, say, Hey, I, I want my money back. And I'm be like, sure, that's fine. We've obviously not met your expectation, um, but we haven't had that happen. Now, yes, we've had people, you know, not have awesome experiences, but, you know, that's that's part of the, the journey. But I, I would offer that up that anybody doesn't have a good time. We'll make sure that, you know, not only do you get refunded, but we'll put 250 bucks in your pocket. And I say that not to be arrogant, but I'm extremely confident in how my team and how we like are just so focused on the shooter's experience. That's this is what we want. We want everybody to have smiles at the end of the weekend. It, and that's uh, yeah, that's the difference is the focus that you're putting on on the product and the shooter where it's not a case of, well, that's not my problem. That's they're over there. They're just in my series, you know, where it's yeah. like somebody has a shitty time over here and they go, well, that's his event. It, it's like you take ownership of all these, these all five of these, even though in their different places, you have other people helping and stuff. It's it's still a guardian. Yeah. And that's, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, and that's one of the really difficult things to scale 
is how do you replicate this intimate experience in in mass, right? Like trying to do this 40 times in a year, it it's almost impossible to recreate like this level of like engagement, intimacy, magic on on a every weekend basis all around the country. So that's why we said we're going to do five matches. They're going to be freaking amazing. And we're just going to immerse ourselves into doing those five. Um, and it, yeah, it doesn't get any better than that. Now, you guys, like, isn't Carl and that crew, they're doing like a big pig roast for you guys. You're going to yeah. have, yeah, right? Yeah. Which with yeah. Yeah, so we're we're actually doing a, a pig roast, and um, we're just, I mean, we have, we're blessed to have just a lot of people that have gifts and talents in areas that are like, hey, I have a trailer, I can help pull stuff, or hey, I got a barbecue, you know, roaster, I can slow cook a pig for you, and so we've had, you know, just, we've just been absolutely blessed um, to be a part of that, and a lot of the people that volunteer and raise their hands to do that, um, aren't even shooters. Like they're just, you know, people within the the community and they believe in what we do. They've seen the impact that we've made in um, not only the shooting community, but is a bigger whole is our goal is to help these foster kids and orphans get placed into homes. And, you know, that's where you mentioned finding local organizations to support. Well, in Washington, the organization that we're supporting this year is called Lifeline. Children's Services. They're out of uh, Spokane or Spokane. And um, they actually have a program called the Heritage Program. It's actually focused on helping kids that are getting ready to age out of the foster care system, helping them get ready for like an accelerated adulthood, providing like a network training, all of the things that um, as kids that are 16, 17, um, as they get ready to age out of the system, you know, people don't realize that 80% of kids that age out of the foster care system um, by, you know, at, at the age of 18 are in jail or are homeless within a year. Yeah. And that's, it's just ridiculous, right? So this program specifically helps reduce that number in um, that area. So we're blessed to be giving them a $15,000 check this year. The shooters will get to interact with the Lifeline Children's Services team and talk to them on Saturday night. Um, and they get to hold up a check and know that their shooter registration, everything that they put in on the raffle table is going towards um, helping these kids have a fighting chance of, you know, ha having a story like mine, because that was me. Yeah. You know, no. I'm one of those kids. And it's, it's it, like I said, it's just such a great cause. It's doing these events right and it, 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 it is perfect. The Colville crew has a lot of little kids that shoot up there. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, that because they all bring their kids and shoot. And then you still have, I mean, there's a great cadre of shooters out of there that are coming up. And even some of the younger up and comings like a Sam Millard is coming out of that Pacific Northwest. You got uh, Trig Visawa, Sam Millard, all these kids now are getting a little older and then moving into the middle of the country to shoot these comps. And that's yeah. growing out of that Pacific Northwest area. Well, well, and to help grow the, the youth base, we, any kid that's, you know, under the age of 18 comes to shoot one of our matches, we're going to give them a hundred dollars in raffle tickets so that they can pull stuff off of the raffle ticket table to maybe build or upgrade or, you know, do something really cool. And um, 
because the reality is, you know, we've we've seen it in the past where, um, you know, in some matches where the top shooter will go and pick the a brand new scope, a college scope off the, the prize table. And it's like, don't you shoot for Vortex? Like, <laughs> right. What are you doing with that, bro? <laughs> and you'll see it on Gunbroker an hour later. Yeah, because it's 3200 bucks, and that's 3200 yeah. bucks they want. Yeah, and it's like, are you are you serious? And what you'll see at the Guardian is that same um, top shooter will uh, go and find something on the raffle table, and he'll turn around and find that guy in his squad that was shooting uh, a cap turret um, you know, scope, and was like, dude, you need this scope here. I'm going to give this to you. And it's, it's crazy how you said it like several years ago when we were in Tennessee, you're like, man, it's weird how people at the guardian try to out nice each other. Yes, (laughs) they do. They do. It's sick. (laughs) It's so true. And it, and it's, I'm just blessed to be a part of it. I just love the, the energy that um, we, we get while we're there. Cause I, and I, we also get a lot of grace. Like, hey, if we're running long or we screw up a stage or we do something, um, there's not going to be a whole six-page post on uh, the Sniper's Hide where people are just destroying us. They they understand we're we're out here trying to do our best. Well, because you're not claiming to be the top people on the planet. And if a mistake happens, it's like, well, okay, they're they're admitted learning and new and have new people. And you don't have those mistakes, but – it's a you come across with a different mentality. Yeah, yeah. And, and hey, Gary. Gary. Hello. Hi, babe. Hey, how are you doing? Good, sweetheart. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Wow, this is a good surprise. I didn't know you were going to be jumping on the line. I thought I would jump on and say hello to one of my favorite people. Oh, awesome, awesome. I well, think the guard. I think the guardian is one of the best matches ever in the world for people to learn to get into competitive rifle like in into the institution like learning it and well, stuff. And Laura, you've you've gotten to shoot it and as a female you've you know it's it's approachable where you're not feeling like it's extremely unapproachable or you feel like you're pushed to the side I, all of the females that i've talked to felt like this is the place where we're going to grow the sport as female shooters um having the experience like you did in texas yeah, I mean, I I I've, I've been competing and shooting for a while and everything, and a man, I'm I I got my first uh, trophy to take home, my first hardware, and it wasn't. I mean, I think it was the greatest thing I've ever done. Like the greatest thing I've ever done was compete in one of your matches because it just gave me that confidence that I have the ability, whether or yeah. not I placed well or not. That's that is under the bridge, but the fact of the matter is, like that little. That little thing that I got boosts my confidence as a shooter immensely. Yeah. Well, and I tell you, I tell and I love training people. I love helping people. Like the, uh, Genevieve, I loved helping yeah. her. Like that was so much fun. We have so much fun at these matches, and I my my hope is that when shooters come to these matches, they leave with a bigger network of friends and people to help them along this journey and i think you experienced that i kind of joke that the guardian trophies have more tears spilled on them out of joy than absolutely um and you got to experience that firsthand so thank you for jumping on yeah i just wanted to come and say hi to my favorite person (laughs) there you go and uh one thing too with the colville area 
there's really good camping for people. I know people trying to on, on less money and and you know it's everything's bad right now as far as the money goes. But there's a really big area where they camp at, and so whether they have a trailer or a tent, um, you can totally camp in Colville, and they don't charge you. There's basically there's the main area. Here's everybody. Park your stuff right there. Go ahead and go to sleep if you want. That's awesome. Yeah, that's. I mean, you know the the speaking about like costs and things like that, we've been blessed to have um, some phenomenal donors that have helped us assemble donor rifles and like MDT, Night Force, McMillan, um, Vortex, you know, Timney, um, so on and so forth. Um, Kelbleys, they've all helped us put together and we actually have seven donor rifles that if shooters need a rifle and or ammo, we can provide that and we'll provide the rifle at no cost. And I think the ammo is like $27 a box. Um, for wow. Six, yeah. Bucks. I mean, how awesome is that? So if you wanted to get into this, don't have what you think is that you get with Gary or the guardian. Now you can have a rifle ready for you, you get ammo at a, almost a discount. And now you can go and see how it feels. You got it. And they're not, you know, and these rifles have all been custom put together. I mean, they are absolute hammers that we want to put our name behind and make sure that when, you know, a newer shooter gets behind here and if they're missing, we know it's not the rifle because Night Force has provided optics for all of the rifles. MDT has provided all of their chassis systems. Um, Kelbleys and, and team have provided, you know, actions for so many of these. I mean, they're they're super legit um weapon systems that it's like come and shoot it just come and shoot it and just we'll just charge you for the ammo and have a great time i mean not many places you know can you do that that's and awesome yeah that's cool. exactly well gary I, i'm keeping you about the hour man um i don't know if you want to wrap up let you get some family stuff going on but like i said may washington you can go get the guardian long range or go through practice score and then you have new hampshire Cameo, Colorado, Michigan, and then um, uh, Arena in Georgia. Yeah. So there yeah. you go. Yeah, it's a it's a phenomenal schedule. It's a great you know opportunity. If anybody is interested, has any question whatsoever, just please email us at info at guardianlongrange.com or visit our website, any of our socials, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, and just reach out to us with any question. And what you'll find is that we actually um, – you know, we, we've we've had shooters in the past who have asked us questions. And before you know it, we're saying, hey, we have a loaner rifle for you. And they're like, well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to come. And it's like, nope, you're coming. And mm -hmm. actually, we're, we're going to, you know, you're going to come stay at the Airbnb with us. And, and you know, and that's what we did with Genevieve. We we're like, you're staying at the Airbnb with us. So you don't have to worry about paying for lodging. You're, you're, you know, we're taking care of your rifle. We've got you squatted up with a mentor. We try to make this white glove experience to where newer shooters can not have this barrier to entry. And she's a phenomenal shooter. Lara's as well. And th this is how we grow it is just by being just like providing grace and, and like, smiles yeah like, yeah <laughs> you know what you are you know what you are you're you excel at doing it well you you put a product out for people to not only get them into this sport but to enjoy themselves i you are the model of a series slash match director 
I mean, just from the attitude standpoint, um, you know, you're always looking for that next better. You know how to use the talent around you, like with the Garrett's and the lemons and the people that you have around you. And, and, and it's to be commended, Gary, you do a great job. Awesome. Thank you, man. It's been a long journey and you've been a huge ambassador from day one when, uh, uh, the team at APO when 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 Matt Morris introduced me to you, I was like, "Who is this guy?" And they were like, "He's the he's the megaphone in the shooting community. You need to connect to." And since then, I've been like, "Dude, Frank's my homie, man." So yeah, anything we can do to help, we're, we're like I said, we're a huge fan of the Guardian Long Range series and just everything they do. If you want to get in, if you want to get somebody new and shooting, these are the matches to get your feet wet. Awesome. Thank you so much, Frank, for giving me this time and uh, look forward to seeing you guys in Washington. You got it. Um, Hang on the phone, Gary. I'm going to end this. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Share this event. Tell your buddies. Go show up to Washington and these other places and support Gary and his effort. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Listening, watching. Wait, you're listening, not watching. Anyway, <laughs> and sharing. Enjoy.